What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to this episode of English Turks, where I review your favorite Turkish series with and without English subtitles. And today, we're talking about Masumla Apartmani, episode 5. Guys, every time I watch Masumla Apartmani, my brain really has to like think because it's so it's so intense. It's so intense. So they got married. Inji and Han got married and they're returning back to the apartment to let everybody know. As they arrive, they see that Safia is arguing with Inja's grandpa and in the midst of the arguments, he's approaching Safie, and Safie, of course, you know, is freaked out because of the germs, and so she ends up tripping and falling down the stairs, touching the ground, which was like, even my heart stopped, like, oh my gosh, the germs, the amount of germs, oh my gosh, just thinking what her thought process would be, and then she starts to say that the grandma the grandpa pushed her down the stairs which we all know is not true but she's trying to gain some kind of reaction out of Han to see if he'll have her back and also she's trying to get them out of this apartment and it doesn't work she gets upset she goes home the grandpa goes home Inja goes with the grandpa and Han goes to the apartment with his family and obviously Safia is like complaining, saying that, you know, Han didn't have her back and trying to convince everybody that um, that the grandpa actually did this to her. But of course, nobody believes it. It's like the boy who cried wolf and yet she's lying. So it's not even the end of the story. So NJ gets a call from her brother saying that he's not going to come home. And he's going to stay with the dad. And Inja goes over there with Han. And she tries to get her brother to come out of the house and come home with her. However, he doesn't listen. And the father's trying to reason with Inja. And she ends up yelling at him. And then he tries to, you know, take her by the hand, arm or hand or whatever. Just trying to talk to her. And she's, like, not having it. And Han freaks out and starts to choke the dad and he's like looks really really angry and he's choking the dad and Inja eventually is able to stop him I don't understand why Inja would be shocked like you're being okay she doesn't know about how the dad was outside looking at him and they were looking at each other with not so kindly faces but I don't understand like you go into the house and someone is literally pulling on your arm and you don't expect him to act that way. He has to act that way. He is now your husband. But I don't think NJ has gotten used to that idea yet. And so they end up leaving and going, taking a walk together. And um, the brother stays with his dad. Um, in the meantime, at the house... Safie has like basically completely scrubbed almost all her skin off and they have to use medicine to try to help her. It's really, really sad. Every time they do the flashbacks to every time they do the flashbacks to um their life as um kids, 
I always get so heartbroken just seeing because like they showed in this episode the flashback where the dad he is basically going to take Safiya to an amusement park or something and then the mom kind of blurts out that he didn't even want Safiya I mean what does that matter now I mean, it doesn't matter. Why is she throwing that? There was something seriously wrong with the mother, and she corrupted her children. She corrupted them so badly. It's so sad. And then when I see things like that, when I see these flashbacks, it makes me think, like, why would Safiya want to do that to her own sisters? Like, she's doing the same thing, but it's, it's... Mostly to Gulban, and I feel bad for Gulban, but Gulban has resigned to her fate as basically going to be living with her sister the way they're living for the rest of her life because she's so heartbroken with the thought that Asa is married because she thinks Asa got married and Han realized it, but he's not saying anything to her about it just because he does. I guess he doesn't want her to get her hopes up. Or, I don't know, he must not want her to get her hopes up. And so that's why he's doing that. Now, the one thing that really bothers me before I continue is Han. Like, Han is scary. I don't know. Like, every time he reacts to NJ, especially with that serious no-nonsense, no-laughing face, it freaks me out. And honestly, I'm scared for her. I'm scared for NJ because I feel like that relationship cannot end on a good note. Because you know what? The more and more they spend time together, the more and more NJ is realizing that she has no idea what kind of person he is. She has no idea about his true likes and dislikes. I mean, it's scary, especially his response. Like she's saying, oh, I'm not going to leave anymore because the grandfather decided. Let me step back a bit. So Han's dad goes downstairs and talks to Inch's grandfather to apologize for Safia's actions. And in the process of apologizing, he convinces them to stay. And the grandpa agrees. He agrees to stay knowing that it's not going to solve anything. And when he finds out that, um, when he finds out that and his brother has went with the dad. He goes and gets him right back. So he realizes that forcing them to move so far away would not solve their issues. And he realizes his own mistakes. I think based on the conversation he had with, in, with um, Safia's dad, he realizes his own mistakes that he could possibly be making. So when Inja tells Han that she's not leaving and he's like, well, you can't leave. And she's like, okay. I'm not going to leave you. I promise. She's like, okay, but what if I leave? Are you going to come with me? Like very demanding. So she says like closer to the end of the episode, after all these little hints here and there, especially with the, the face, she tells her friend Ezra that she feels like Khan is trying to control her. And honestly, girl, I agree. I mean, it's a bit scary. And then also, I don't think Han thought this all the way through either because he has promised Safi that he wasn't going to leave the house. And honestly, he can't. Every time he leaves, something happens. So how can he go and find his own place to live? And that's what NJ is expecting. But I think what he's expecting is to bring NJ into his apartment with his sisters, which I think would be so detrimental. 
just horrible. NJ is never going to do that. But what I think they should do, honestly, is get rid of all those pee bags on the top floor, which I think that's going to come soon because, I mean, now Gubin is peeing on herself way more often than not. And I'm going to say something here. I understand um, Gubin a little bit. I don't actually, I don't understand why she's wetting the bed, but I wet the bed until I was eight years old. I know it's crazy. I'm not ashamed to say it because I was afraid of the dark. I was afraid of the dark and I couldn't go to the restroom. So I end up like, I dreamed that I was using the bathroom and I pee on myself in my bed until one night my dad, you know, said, Hey, you know what I'm going to do? He left the light open and he left my bedroom door open so I could see the light. And it was just in that conversation with my father that I never went to bed again that night when I had to use the bathroom, I opened my eyes because I knew the light was on and the light stayed on every night until I don't know how old I was. And I was, I've never peed in the bed since. So they, I think that with the mother and the father, the way that they basically corrupted their children, the father not being there and the mother being so hate, hateful and everything. I think they didn't get to have that experience because maybe if Gulbin had that kind of experience, because she's able to wake up in the middle of the night to go get water. She woke up in the middle of the night to get water so she could do that. She could wake up in the middle of the night to go use the bathroom. So I feel like she didn't have that, what I ended up getting from my dad. My dad saw the issue. He realized it. He had a talk with me and he was like, okay, I'm going to leave the light on and we'll try it with the light on. And just me not wanting to disappoint my dad and me realizing that I didn't have to be scared because the light was on. It just worked in my favor. And some people are just missing that. So it's, it's super sad. I did feel bad that, um, Inja lied to her grandfather again. I'm waiting for the next episode when he asks her, where's the award? That's crazy. Another great thing about this episode that I really liked is that um, Neriman, which is the youngest sister, Han's youngest sister, and Inja's brother um, finally had some kind of interaction. And now he's going to be going to her school and he's like hey we could walk to school together basically talk to her like hey like he's gonna be like a brother to her a closer in age brother and I know that kind of disappointed her but at least he told her she was beautiful because I think she needed that from someone other than Han she needed someone to tell her that she's beautiful now Han decides to take Inje on a honeymoon you know with the help of Asad because Asad's the one that's really like telling him the different things that he needs to do and can do and all of that stuff and so they end up going on this honeymoon in the woods and OMG so he's realizing how much you know He's kind of like adapted to his sister's thoughts and ideals, especially with the cleanliness, like her eating the the fruit off the floor, 
her petting the dog without knowing where it's from, you know, all these little things. I don't know if it's going to help him break out of his shell, but obviously he's going to realize more and more how much he's like Safiye and needs to help himself. It's funny how he was so against all of that, but then he would walk on the ground with no shoes on. And that's scary from as far as he walked. I mean, they could have stepped on a twig. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? Ugh, something goes in his foot. I think that one time with them just laying in the middle of the forest was like the closest I love you, lovey-dovey thing that they had. I don't think in this series we're going to get a lot of any kissing or any insinuations or anything because I don't even know if they slept together like consummated the marriage. Who knows? Who really knows? But... They end up having to leave the honeymoon because the grandpa up and left. And now it's they realize that he's showing signs of Alzheimer's. And Inja had told Han about um, wanting to go back and work for her old radio company, which I don't even understand. Why would she want to go back? She did so much to leave. She was even trying to leave before she was even with Han. So why is she trying to go back knowing? Like, I don't think Han is wrong in this situation. I couldn't really understand what happened when he surprised her with the friend that came in. I think I'm going to explain it in the best way that I can. That because Han doesn't want her to go back and work for the radio station that she is used to he called in a favor from from someone who owns a company that has to deal with the radio station and basically decided to sponsor that person's company and in response to the sponsorship they would give Inja a job and so she's upset about that because I guess she wants a job on her own merits and she wants to work for the same man again which I don't understand why Ugar doesn't give her any peace why would she think that it would be a smart idea to go and work for that company again Inga is wrong in this one I'm sorry she's wrong she's right in the way that he shouldn't be trying to control her that way, but she's wrong for wanting to return back to this place. I mean, I just, I don't get it. The show is so, like, compact, and it just, you have to think. You have to constantly be thinking, be putting things together in your mind just to understand what's going on. And now... OMG, first of all, before I get to the now, um, it's obvious that Inja's dad is going to try to manipulate and use Han. I don't know how he's going to do it, but Han already can't stand him. So, you know, this is the third person Han, or the second person that Han is like, I'm going to break your neck if you do anything. Like, he has a violent side to him. It's really scary. But now... Safi has found out that they're married. I hope that's a good thing because now if she knows that they're married now, then all they have to do is get through the grandpa. And then once they get through the grandpa, they can live together. But I'm sure Han is going to try to get them to all live in the same house, which is not going to work. It's not going to work. I already could tell. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think, but I can't wait to the next episode. I just love the show, guys. It's so much, and 
it's worth it. It's worth the watch. And you feel like you're learning something every day. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. And I'll talk to you guys in the next podcast. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoy it. Feel free to subscribe to this podcast channel. And also feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel where we post videos there. And if you'd like, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter where we post all our social media updates. Talk to you guys soon.